0: Sports and politics. You want right to right talk back? You in the right place. So take a step back before I get all up in your face. I know you got to live You know I got mine. But there's like 50 other dudes holding on the phone line. Your voice will be heard, sir. Next caller, please. And if I don't concur, we can agree to disagree. We're talking
1: fantasy, sports and politics. That just wasn't even cool. I apologize. I apologize. I apologize. What are you going to do? Well, I was going to get up and get some water, but then somebody wanted to talk. So I couldn't get no water. So now I'm dealing with terrible throat, but it's okay. Well, i tell
0: you what. i tell you what. Go ahead and get the water, and I'll I'll do the intro. Welcome, everyone, to the no, FSP. No,
1: no, 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 I will I will do the intro, and then when you go into soliloquy about how much better you are than me, but you're not this year. I will <laughs> get some water. I don't okay. know how this is going to work out. All right, so ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, not AFN. I'm about to say AFN. Um, yeah, Family Sports Politics proudly presents your tag team champions of the world. It's me. It's me, Mr. FSP along with my homeboy, my ace, JT. Now, we're here on the Saturday edition of Fantasy Sports and Politics to discuss the final week of the NFL. And, in some cases, and a lot of my cases, the championship in fantasy football. A lot of them went down last week. It was a reprint of uh, three titles, so I'm happy about that. Um, And I'm going for one more. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. I'm going for one more uh, this upcoming weekend or beginning tomorrow. And uh, I think I I have a very, very good chance with JT. He he doesn't think so. uh, We're going to talk about why he doesn't think I have uh, as good of a chance as I think I do. Um, Also, we're going to talk about how JT's season went. (laughs) <laughs> um really haven't. I really haven't.
0: That's okay.
1: No, I mean, because I, I, I noticed something. I've been very selfish that I do not talk that much about, you know, how your seasons are going. I always talk about me. So I want to give you an opportunity to talk about how your season went. Because <laughs> next week, <laughs> next week we're going to do a review of all of our, you know, Fantasy prognostications as far as division winners, individual <laughs> players. Mm-hmm. What? Do you and do you no. have
0: all the information? Because I I had didn't document it, so I I have no idea uh, what I what I decided to to pick as division winners and records, and I know I, I oh. know what the fantasy I'd have that all all that because that's documented on the website.
1: So it so so are our picks. So are our picks, my friend. Uh, if you go to Fantasy Sports, no, excuse me, if you go to com, and on the front page, you can listen to directly to all of the divisional breakdowns that we did over the summer. Just to refresh yourself. Just to refresh yourself. Uh, from the NFC to the AFC, each team we break down And discuss who we feel is going to win a division or their conference and uh, who we think is going to do well to go along with JT as well as my individual player prognostications as far as um, I did a lot of defense or all defense and kickers JT did all of offense minus offensive linemen so with that being the case, I'm going to step away and get some water. I'm going to let JT talk for a few minutes. And uh, God knows what he's going to say. But I I kind of believe I have an idea, and that's why I really want to go away. But I'll be back in about a minute or so. JT, take it away.
0: All right. Great uh, message people. I am JT, a.k.a. the master. Uh, t- today we're going to be talking about the uh, – Week 17 in the NFL. Um, there's a lot of teams that still have something to play for. I talked yes, uh, le- uh, Thursday, briefly, New Year's Eve, uh, on the show, at the FSP Crew Show, um, <clears throat> before uh, uh, that show went down, about how I am on board now in Week 17 play for the uh, finals. Now, I'm not going to say that I'm going to try to incorporate that Or try to get that in all my leagues, but the leagues I'm in, I'm more, I'm less resistant to it because the simple fact seems like more and more, especially this year, that uh, teams are um, playing for something. Whether they're actually playing a a division rival, which the NFL decided to um, do, uh, which really, really made sense and really made it competitive. Um, and then they're actually playing for playoff positioning, whether it be a box you know, to win the division or to get into the wild card. You know, someone's playing for something. A lot of teams playing for something. Now, not all the teams uh, are playing for something, but um, I can see that playing into Week 17, which I was resistant to uh, and, and really disliked. Um, Even though I did play In leagues that did go to Week 17 I can understand For some reason I had an epiphany And understand uh, Why it's a I wouldn't say a no-brainer But it's it's not as bad as most people think uh, Playing a Week 17 Because What the NFL has done Playing, uh, putting division rivals against each other In the last week And in some cases Uh, multiple weeks uh, toward the end of the season, that it's highly competitive. And I think going forward, it's going to be highly competitive because a lot of teams have something to play for in week (laughs) 7 versus in the past when a lot of teams uh, rested their their starters and were flipping a coin to find out uh, who you should play And how you should play the person Whether you you put them in the lineup Or grab their backup to play Uh, This year especially There's a lot of teams that are And players that are fantasy relevant That are playing into week 17 Because of like I said Division uh, um, Winner Wild card Being able to get into the wild card or not Or um, First round bye Or a bye So if I was into one of the leagues that, if I was in the finals, I would be definitely trying to, well, you're definitely trying to win it. But um, I think going into the future, I'm, I'm a, a lot less resistant in playing to, in week 17 than I have been because of the fact that uh, the competition seems like it's hasn't waned that much from 16 to 17.
1: Well, Jerry, I'm going to jump in. It's the forward thinking, such as myself, or thinkers such as myself, who yeah, saw this. What are you saying? I, I'm just saying it's just a forward thinker, such as myself, who saw this. And if you recall, a couple years back in the ESPN league, when I was, you know, making the schedules for everybody, I decided that the first three to four games of the season count for Division games, and then the last three or four games of our season, division games. I don't want to say that the NFL, you know, copied it, but if they did, I, I'm going to sue, get paid for it. But the mindset in doing that, you know, formula was very simple. Why play your division rivals? at the beginning and middle of the season when at the end of the season is when everybody's jockeying for position. So it's my belief that the NFL decided, you know what? That's a great idea. Mr. FSP to you. We're going to steal it because we're a not for profit organization. And you know, we, we don't make any money, but we're a billion dollar industry. And, uh, We're going to use that formula to make our um, even better. You have a division title game, literally a division title game, last game of the year with Green Bay and Minnesota. The loser goes to play D.C. or goes to play Washington next week. The winner hosts Seattle next week. So, you know, it's like, okay, do we want to go play a hot two? I mean, the Redskins and the Seattle Seahawks are pretty much the hottest two teams in the NFL right now. I mean, I would think you can agree with me on that. And you're going to go either host a game or you're going to go to D.C. and play in a game. So, uh, big, big game for Green Bay and Seattle excuse me green bay and uh and minnesota coming up also um you know a lot of t- prognosticators including myself and I think we said this as well that the dallas washington game would be for the title of the NFC east well we had it the week before when it was washington and philadelphia and by the way bye bye chip and I got my theories on where he's going to land. Unfortunately, I really don't think he's going to land in uh, in in Tennessee because I don't think they're going to give him general right privileges. So I think he might be going back to college. But we'll talk about that too. Um, but you have all these great matchups happening. And uh, rivalries, New Orleans at Atlanta, the Jets at Buffalo, Detroit at Chicago, Baltimore at Cincinnati, Pittsburgh at Cleveland, I already said Washington, Dallas, Jacksonville, Houston, Tennessee, Indianapolis, New England, Miami, Philly, New York, Seattle, Arizona, Tampa Bay, Carolina, San Diego, Denver, Oakland, Kansas City, St. Louis, San Francisco, and again, Minnesota, Green Bay. Every game, every game of this final week, a divisional game. Every one. Some. I can tell you right now, a lot of people thought New Orleans-Atlanta might have been, you know, for their division. Um, Patriots-Miami, I know I I was one of them. I thought Miami was going to be, you know, one of the hottest things this year. Um, Seattle-Arizona. Arizona Arizona already won the, the division, but some people, including myself, thought that that could be a championship game, you know? So when you have uh, Denver and San Diego, mm, probably thought it'd be Denver Kansas City, but Denver San Diego's not a bad play uh, either. So when we look at these schedules, JT, it's hard for me to say that no, you you shouldn't have a week seventeen in your fantasy football. I really don't think so, because before um, when I first started doing that it was like, okay, well, I have Peyton Manning all year long, but my championship, I'm going to have Joe Flacco as my quarterback. Well, it's not that way anymore because Joe Flacco and Peyton Manning both need to play in the final games of the season. Now, the trick is how much do you play him? Just like right now, if you have been playing Kirk Cousins for the past two or three weeks and you understand football, You know that Kirk Cousins is not going to play the full game versus the Dallas Cowboys. Neither will Deshaun Jackson. Neither will Pierre Garcon. You might get an Alfred Morris outburst because they haven't really used him too much. Or Pierre Garcon. Pierre Garcon might be playing a whole lot. I think he actually will be because Matt Jones is uh, pretty nicked up. I didn't think he was going to be that bad, but he's kind of bad. So a player you can always go out and get is Pierre Garcon. Um, but that—that's the dangers or the the um, knowledge that a general manager has to have when they do fantasy football, and, and you play in a league that goes to seven week seventeen. Um. So, with that being said, I'm address something, and JT, you probably—I know you weren't ready for it—but um, I'm—I'm I'm, going to address it. We used to have a person, a part of our group. And I want to give him congratulations on his success. I really do. Um, we all were supposed to partake in it, but we did not uh, for whatever reasons at the very last minute, and I do mean very last minute. Um, we have had we had we had a breakdown of some sort, but he he mentioned something on one of his shows. That kind of stuck out at me, so I'm gonna ask Jerry. And I think I know. Well, I already know how Jerry feels about me doing like 20 leagues and whatnot. But Mister Taylor, a person with five a, a person with five leagues has the same amount of possibilities of winning a title as a person with, let's say, 10 to 15 leagues. I mean, the numbers are skewed a little bit because you have more of a of a chance. But, excuse me, um, is it more valuable or more heartwarming or whatever adjective you want to use to play and win one of, let's say, three leagues um, versus winning four of ten leagues? Or is it just, you know, I mean, I, I know it's a personal preference. However, uh, what? how do you feel about someone doing that or someone not doing that? I know you only played like four or five leagues, but uh, your thoughts on that?
0: Well, I used to play uh, at one point two years ago. I think I was in double-digit leagues. Last year I pared it down to, um, I think, eight leagues. Uh, this year I pared it down to six leagues. Um, I can't. I, 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 I'm mixed on it. I mean, to play that many leagues, how can you be? How can how how effective can you be playing that many leagues, uh, and, and be able to um, play well in each of the leagues? Uh, I'm not saying uh, that anyone's not capable of doing it, but when you get into double digit le- leagues uh the amount of leagues that you play in um i've been there i know how it is i know how difficult it is to keep up and keep track of uh all your leagues and waiver wires and uh matchups and all that uh and that's the reason why i pared it, pared it down because it it gets to be all in uh all consuming and uh but I, I, if Someone gets in the, that amount of leagues; they can handle it. I, I really can't fault them. But uh, the greater amount of leagues that you have uh, gives you a greater chance of gives you a greater chance. Uh, not to say that you won't, but it gives you a greater chance uh, because just because of the sheer volume of being able to get uh, pretty far um, if you're able to to, to um, manage those leagues effectively to be able to get into championship or at the very least get into the playoffs. And that's the that's the whole key. Get into the playoffs and everyone everyone had the had the shot. Who whoever's in the playoffs has the shot. It doesn't make a difference what the record is because it's even when uh, um you get into the playoffs and uh but I digress a little bit. I I have no ill will to anybody who wants to 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 have a a multitude of leagues to play in or a very few to play in uh it's a personal preference uh and if they can handle it with a a multitude fine if they 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 choose not to and and just go to a few leagues that's fine too um quite naturally uh if you have a just a handful of leagues or less um, you have less of a chance of um, getting into the playoffs, uh, or your your window. Let me put it this way: your 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 window is smaller because the you have a short, a small amount of leagues to get in versus double digit. Regardless, of what 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 size of double digit you're talking about? Ten, fifteen, twenty. Um, each league is different. Each scoring systems are relatively different. And uh, some go to 16, some go to 15. Some, some, I mean, some go to 16, some go to 17. Some are two weeks each round in the playoffs. Some are a single week, depending on what type of league you're at. So i got to give it to anybody who's able to get into the playoffs, whether they have two or three leagues, five leagues, handful of leagues, or a double digit. It's not easy to get into the playoffs.
1: Not at all, not at all and and you know that that that's why I wanted to bring it up because um I played a multitude of formats uh the one format i I do not play is traditional um I really think traditional, as you said in in guys with big shoes, you don't stand a chance even if it's one or two weeks because you were down by so many points in week one in a traditional league. That well,
0: let me let me let me let me let me interject for a minute. Believe it or not, believe it. It was or close. Not, you came. You came. Made it close. Believe it or not, um, the the two players that I left on my bench that I decided not to play, that I had them in my lineup, I was playing back and forth with them. I would have I would have been able to, if I had left left them in the lineup. Probably the greatest comeback. In fantasy football in that league, I would have beat him by five or six points, something like that. But I decided to, to go with, uh, with my guys I've been playing
1: with all all year,
0: and it cost me. So,
1: study long, study wrong, brother man. Well, that's what yep. I mean. That's exactly what I mean by you know, um, in in PPRs, you have a chance. Now that's not. A, it's a version of a PPR, but it's more traditional than it is PPR. We um, talking about that, that, that? Guys with big shoes. Guys with big shoes. Yes. That's because
0: that's strictly, strictly tr- traditional. There's no PPR involved in that at all.
1: Well, I thought there were fractional points. I guess there's no, okay.
0: There's no PPR in that. That's strictly if he gets 10 catches and, and um, 80 yards, eight that 80 yards counts. Those 10 catches don't. Yeah. Okay.
1: Well, yeah, because I think it's like .8 because he gets the eighty yards from it. But anyway, um, I, I will say that just like Jerry, um, well, I didn't make the playoffs in that uh, in that league. I was five out of four. I mean, excuse me, five out of out of um, twelve, and they only do four in the playoffs. Well, I was the highest scorer for. Um, the two of the last three weeks and the only person that outscored me did it by like nine points the week before. So had I made the playoffs, I would have eventually won the league. However, um, my point in, in bringing this up is in those leagues, it's very difficult to be a contender year in, year out when you can't guarantee who's going to get a touchdown other than quarterbacks. That's it. Because when you're dependent upon touchdown-based leagues, you're not going to have a huge scoring league unless the NFL decides, well, we're just going to throw the ball 25,000 times this year, and it's going to be a slew of touchdowns for people to get. And then you got to be lucky enough – or smart enough to have an idea of who's going to be the recipient of those touchdowns, and have them on your roster, and then play them, just like Jerry said. He left two people on his bench that uh, he was going back and forth with, uh, but at the same time, it's um, it's the price you pay when you play fantasy football. Uh, again, for me. Um, this year, I believe I did 13 or 14 leagues, which is considerably down from what I'm used to. I used to doing 21, you know, 22 leagues. And well, I'm, I'm going to explain it real quick before we go to the, to the picks. Um, the reason is because I like to meet new people and recruit for all of my leagues And instead of going on all these little message boards and junk, begging people to play and all this, I'd rather invite folks that I've played with in the past and consider to have some type of skill to the leagues. Now, yes, I have to ask um, my current owners time to time to help me fill a league because one person leaves, two people leave, whatever the case may be. But – at one point, I think I ran three or four leagues. All three had different formats. But because I had uh, participated in so many other leagues, I could fill them. And that, that's what I like to do. I like to try different uh, formats. And I like to try um, to, uh, I'm not going to say master, but understand the point system. Because if I, if I like it, I might borrow it and put it in one of the leagues I run. Um, Now, with that being said, uh, out of 13 this year, uh, I was headed to five, uh, got knocked out of one that I didn't think I was going to get knocked out of just yet, but I drew a a really tough opponent, and uh, I got knocked out. But the other four, three, I won decisively last week, and I'm in the championship for the, what, I think sixth time of my own ESPN league. I've never won it, never won it. I'm like Buffalo and Denver combined in my own league over there. This one is the one time, no, I would say maybe second time in that league that it appears I'm going to win the championship. The last time it appeared I was going to win the championship, I lost on like maybe two points, and I was pissed. But, hey, I lost. This time, I, in my opinion, I look to be sitting rather pretty, and JT doesn't think so. So before we get to these games and, and talking about who's going to win and, you know, how it's going to affect some people's championships, I want JT to tell me, why he doesn't think I'm going to win this championship, or why does he think it's going to be a lot closer than it's going to be? Go ahead, JT.
0: Well, it's going to be a lot closer because your quarterback is coming off a concussion. There's no guarantee that he's going to be able to sustain the whole game, um, especially against a division rival, uh, and also because one of your wide receivers is – questionable and it doesn't look if he if he plays i don't know how effective he's going to be so um and pl- plus the two, two the two the one wide receiver that you're really going to depend on um is, is is the one that it looks like uh it's highly questionable it's a game time decision if he's going to play or not and the other one hasn't performing as well as uh um um that he had earlier in the season so uh, your quarterback is questionable, and your two wide receivers are questionable, uh, along with uh, Demarco Murray, which you're taking a you're taking a sh- a, a chance with. Uh, I know Chip is not there. Demarco is uh, could could get a lot of touches, it could not get a lot of touches. So you got three to five positions, uh, three to four positions that are shaky at best, um, that may not perform. Due, uh, up to their projections, and if they don't perform up to the projections, you're dead meat.
1: Wow, dead meat. Make it sound like you're, you're gangsterish over there.
0: No, you, you're dead meat because you rely heavily on your quarterback. He's your you, he's your point getter, and if he doesn't perform well, or like I say, for some reason, um, he gets knocked out of the game, that is going to hurt you dramatically dramatically in this matchup
1: well you know i i i can agree with you on that um the one thing that i see is that alex smith has been very consistent at being a low point producer but he produces like 30 some points a game which is you know it's not much but it's it's consistent um with them kansas city that is going against Oakland with a shot at the title um, of the West, if I'm not mistaken. I don't think Denver wrapped it up just yet. Um, I can see him playing the whole game. However, I see Chadwick or Ch- Chikandrick, whatever whatever's getting the ball a whole hell of a lot more. And that's the thing. For the past seven weeks, Alex Smith, Smith has thrown the ball fairly decently, but has not broke 200 yards at all. Um, Now, knowing that uh, the Texans are bringing Brian Hoyer back um, tells me, look, he's good to go. You know, he is good to go. They have a very porous running game. Houston does. And Hoyer knows how to get the ball to Hopkins. He knows how to get the ball to Washington. He knows how to get the ball to all these other players. Well, so I look, I'm. I hope he does. You know, I, I got,
0: I, I got, I got, I got more than one reason. Um, I know your um, I'm, I'm, I'm invested in, and I haven't done it all year, but I did it this week, in DraftKings and in FanDuel. So uh, I'm looking for Hopkins to have a big week. So I, I'm hoping that they, regardless of uh, uh, Hoyer, but Hoyer I'm really hoping for, stays in the game, because he's definitely going to be looking for Mr. Hopkins in a big way. So,
1: so you, you should be hoping that Brian Hoyer does a damn thing for me. But,
0: I am, you know, I'm a little –
1: Okay. Well, I'm, you should be saying. What, I'm saying...
0: what I'm saying is this. Regardless if, if Hoyer or Reedon are in the game, Hopkins is going to be a main target.
1: I, I so, got you. I got you.
0: Hoyer, Hoyer is, is the a is starting quarterback. What I'm saying to you is that Mr. Hoyer happens to be a his second concussion of the season. And... Depending on how the game flow goes, depends on how uh, if he stays in the game or not. Hopefully, he finishes the game. And that's you're going to be crushing your fingers. I don't know if I want to take that chance. But I'm not trying to set your lineup. I'm just saying that Horry coming back from a concussion is not the type of guy I want in my lineup um, in my fantasy final. But it is what it is.
1: I, I got you. I understand. And that's why, you know, you left two potential game winners on your bench because you didn't want to take a chance. Right. You, and, you're
0: absolutely right. And, I, and I, have to, I have to live with that. Yes, Before, you do. Until next season. Yes, you <laughs> and do. That's, and I'm that's gonna, not a good thing because you know, you know uh, that eats at me every single day uh, until the fantasy starts again. It, it's going to eat well, at me.
1: Well, I'm going to help remind you of it, especially if I win, you know, you you (laughs) have to... Just because. Just because.
0: Yep. At any rate. Uh,
1: At any rate.
0: um, What
1: is... is. Yes, it is. I I did it it twice this year. I did it twice
0: this year. Twice in the finals.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So why am uh, I going to listen to you?
0: In the Parlay Palace... Uh, and in the parlay palace, I, I decided to um, uh, play. Um, who did I decided to play? It, it was probably, I, and I don't know why I did it because I kept this guy in there for, for most of the lineups and I decided, overthinking, and I tell t- t- a lot of people don't overthink it, just put him in there and let him play. Um, I took the Sean Golston out of the lineup and put in Connor Bowen. Um instead. Um, big mistake. Big mistake, yes it was, because uh Deshaun Golson Gals- in that league gave me uh eleven and a half points sitting on my bench and Carter Barwin only gave me four. And you know what I lost by in that league? What? Point five.
1: <laughs> Point five. Listen. Listen. So you Go with your gut, man. Go with yeah, your gut. That's what I did. Yeah.
0: Well, you know, like I said, I o- overthought it, and uh, that's the, and I paid the price. Paid the price. So I have to live that's with half- that. And the other one. one, point five, and not putting in Tim Hightower and and, and Doug Baldwin instead of Darren McFadden and Life is
1: Oh Well, Fitz, I can understand.
0: No, uh, no.
1: But, Fitz, well, no, no, listen.
0: Fitz hasn't been doing anything. Fitz hasn't been doing anything for like five uh, weeks straight.
1: I got it. I got it. I got it. But Doug Baldwin has been very hot, so I can see where your dilemma is. Uh, but at some point, is he going to turn it off? You know, but, hey, I, I can understand that dilemma. Hightower over McFadden. I'm going uh, Hightower all day over McFadden yeah. because – you know, I, I saw how poor yep. they were going to be. And, and with uh, Kellen, not Kellen Clemens, uh yep. even with the, the young Kellen kid Moore. at quarterback, Kellen Moore, thank you, Kellen Moore at quarterback, I'm thinking they're going to blitz them like crazy, and he's mm. going to have to throw hot routes. No Dez mm. Bryant either. Mm. Um, that equals goose egg, goose egg, no McFadden for me. But, hey, uh, what do I know? I just won three titles this year, going on number four. Anyway, well, hey, at, le- at least you're saying gotta, it,
0: not I gotta, me. I normally don't make mistakes like that, and I, but I, I can't say that this I made two mistakes, and I, I can't believe I did it because common sense would tell you to to, to do what I didn't do. So.
1: But it's what it well, is. I got to live with it.
0: And live with it until next season. So.
1: Well, let's talk about these games now. Um, New yeah, Orleans go. goes to Atlanta. Uh, this is a game, as I said before, a lot of people, including myself, thought it would be the division championship game. However, it's to see who's going to end up last or close to last. Because I think Tampa Bay has a, a record close to Atlanta's, if I'm not mistaken, um, in the NFC South. Drew Brees been dealing with some issues. The rumor is neither he nor Sean Payton will be there next year. Both are at the end of their contracts. I think they both have, like, one more year left on their contracts. And Drew Brees being, I believe, 39 or 38. Um, he's probably – he's not going to feel as though he's done, but probably in New Orleans as they get ready for a, a changing of the guard, so to speak. Um, but Atlanta, I can't explain why Atlanta – has fallen so far off the map. Um, as I predicted last week, though, they surprised the Carolina Panthers. You said, no way, no how? I said, yes way, yes how. And they did it exactly how I said they would do it. You know, giving the ball to the uh, DeMonte, not DeMonte, Devontae Freeman, who I thought, I didn't think he was going to be that effective. I really did not think Freeman was going to be that effective, but he was, versus that Carolina defense. Now he goes against the uh New Orleans defense, which is terrible versus the pass, terrible versus the run. So, fantasy owners out there, if you get if you have Devonte Freeman, uh, maybe even Julio Jones, there was a Roddy White sighting last week. Um, Matty Ice, who's been terrible all year, um, but you know I, I don't know. This is a good game to play for your fantasy championships and uh, try to win the money. Your thoughts, JT. I'm, I'm picking Atlanta. They're at home. That's the only reason why I'm picking Atlanta, because they're at home. Go ahead, JT.
0: I'm going with New Orleans. New Orleans has been hot. Atlanta's been uh, – I know they're on a two-game winning streak, uh, but uh, I got to believe that um, Drew bees and company uh, is going to rise up again and uh, uh, beat uh, the Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta seven uh the New Orleans Saints are 6 and 9 tied with the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers for uh, third and fourth place in the division but i like uh uh New Orleans um to uh
1: win that all right the irony game of the week the Jets take on Buffalo the Jets are in the playoffs if Buffalo wins and Pittsburgh wins the Jets are eliminated, and the Steelers get in. This is the ironic game of the of the year because Rex Ryan has an opportunity to make sure his team that, that fired him stays home with him. Now, listen, Ty Bowles has done an excellent job up there in uh, New Yorkville. Uh, you know, the defense is pretty damn good. Uh, Fitzpatrick has been outstanding along with Brandon Marshall uh and and Eric Decker who co- uh coincidentally both of them played at Denver at the same time uh one at the beginning of their career one towards the end of their career outside of uh Denver. Uh, I'm talking about uh Brandon Marshall leaving Denver and going to uh was it Miami and Miami. then Chicago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Decker was just like one or two years into his career before Bebe, Demarius Thomas, and and Emmanuel Sanders came in, and then he finally left. But the point is that the Jets are are pretty damn good. Now, this was the uh, catch-up and relish game back on Thursday night where there was all Christmas, however you want to put it, when it was all red and all green on the field. This is happening in Buffalo where it's cold, it's snowy, Um, there isn't going to be a LaShawn McCoy, uh, Carlos Williams and Gillesey. They hope to run on this, this, this jet defense, but uh, it's going to be tough as nails to run this jet's defense. I mean, it's, it's going to be crazy. No, no doubt. It's going to be crazy. Um, do the jets win behind Bilal Powell and Chris Ivory? I think they do. um, but it's going to be tough. I hate to see Rex lose uh, this game, but I think he is. And ownership has already come out and said that the general manager, as well as Rex, are safe for this uh, for next year. That means that there will be some uh, offensive and defensive coordinators fired, in my opinion. Your thoughts, JT? Jets, Decker,
0: uh, 11 touchdowns. Uh, Marshall, 12 touchdowns. Lethal combination along with uh Ryan Fitzpatrick. Um the the one that's passing the football, which is the Buffalo Bills defense, which is a Rex Ryan's uh weakness <coughs> in defense. And, and Mario Williams, um, according to teammates unknown sources, has been um more or less dogging it and probably won't be with the uh Probably won't be with the uh, organization um, next next year. Um, so there's a little turmoil in Buffalo. I got to believe the Jets win it with no problem.
1: I, I can tell you, Mario Williams was not and is not a fit for a 3-4. He is not. Um, so I can understand why people might think he's dogging it, but he's just not good in a 3-4. He needs to go to a team that plays a 4 3 technique, or um, plays base 4-3, but can also play 3-4. I'd say, you know, to the Jets, really, or to uh, the Cardinals, teams that have multiple defensive sets and, um, you know, stuff like that. But I don't think he's dogging it. I think it's just not a good fit for him. It really isn't, in my opinion. But let's go to Detroit and Chicago. Um, now Detroit's been pretty hot as of late, ever since releasing uh, their offensive coordinator, Mister Lombardi. Um, Chicago, John Fox is going to overhaul that entire offense and defense, and it, it, it's a shame because Jay Cutler's having a pretty good year this year. Um, but Alshon Jeffries may or may not be there next year. Ir uh, right,
0: I yeah, it, yeah. Is, is, is his contract up this year?
1: Um, that's what I'm saying. No, I think yeah. he has one more year. Either he has one more year or Forte has one more year. Either will be there next year. And Forte will um, um, be. be great. Yes, um, and Langford is looking like he's going to take that job, at any rate, um, and be Forte's successor. And Forte has plenty of game left in him, in my opinion, he does. All Sean, he has had a history of injuries. And um, how much money are you going to invest in a guy that has that many injuries um, but is so very talented? I don't know. On the flip side, you have uh, Megatron, who I think is playing his last game in a Detroit Lion uniform. I think Megatron will be traded at some point, whether it's during the draft, whether it's during something else, I just think he's going to be traded. Um, So, with that being said, this game is, there isn't a lot of fantasy value other than Golden Tate and Amir Abdullah. Um, Abdullah, he's he's splitting carries three ways, which sucks, because this will be an ultimate game for him and fantasy owners, uh, going against Chicago Bears defense, which is one of the worst, at stopping the run or giving up points to the running back. Um, so with that being said, I got to pick Detroit, even though they're going to Soldier Field. Um, it, they're more complete. They're getting their act together. And Chicago's in the in the business of of uh, restocking for next year. Take it away, JT. Man, this is a
0: tough game to pick. Because both these teams have really nothing to play for, uh, the Lions are on a two-game winning streak, the uh, and two and five on the road. The Bears are one and six at home. Talent wins out. I like to I like to Detroit Lions.
1: All right, let's move on. We have Baltimore at Cincinnati. Now Baltimore, they came out last week and they stunned yours, Pittsburgh Steelers. Big Ben had a terrible game. Um, Antonio Brown had a decent game, but I did not expect your boy Ryan Mallett two days off of the streets to have such a good game and build a rapport with that offense. Um, Either he – it's the very same – it can't be the same offense. It can't be because Tressman was not his coordinator in in Houston, and he ran a totally different style of offense in Houston – than he does in uh, in Baltimore, but he came out on fire, looked pretty good versus Pittsburgh this week. I don't think he surprises anybody, and um, and Baltimore goes against a Cincinnati team that almost beat Brock Osweiler and in, in the Denver Broncos. Um, now again, AJ McCarron's he's a manager, he's a manager. And what does uh, a manager need? A manager needs a good running game. So with Bernard, as well as um, – uh, what's my guy's name? The other running back, JT. I can't remember his name. Are you talking about Not, Jeremy Hill. Yeah, Jeremy Hill. Jeremy Hill and Bernard, uh, it's a one-two punch that will allow for A.J. Green and, and uh, the backup tight end to do pretty well again this week at home. I think Cincinnati ends the season on a high note and wraps up the number uh two seed. If uh New Orleans not New Orleans, New England wins this week. Um the the, the thing about it is Andy Dalton could be back in time for their first playoff game. So I think that's the incentive that Cincinnati needs to win this game. Um Baltimore Steve Smith said he's going to return for one more year. Good on Steve. Doesn't help him now. Uh, Buck Island, uh, fantasy value I don't see any right now going against Cincinnati. They're pretty tough against the running backs, so um, I'm going to say stay away from them. I'm already picking Cincinnati. Go ahead, JT. I'm going
0: to make it short and sweet here. I like Cincinnati. Blow them out. Not even gonna be close. They they had, they their, their high was last week. They're gonna have a big letdown this week, even though it's another division rival.
1: All right, Pittsburgh goes to Cleveland and Pittsburgh controls their own destiny. Win and in. But they lost. Johnny Manzel is auditioning for the starting job in Cleveland, maybe somewhere else. Um he's he hasn't looked too bad. He stayed out of trouble and he hasn't looked too bad. Um, but I think Pittsburgh is pissed off. They are pissed off to the heights of passivity and uh, they need this win and some help with that being said, Ben and company explode all over Cleveland. This is one of those games where you want to have Antonio Brown, maybe even big Ben. And definitely you want to have D'Angelo Williams. As far as Martavius Bryant, and um, the other receivers, um, maybe, maybe, but definitely your big three, Big Ben, um, Williams, and Brown. If, that's going to be a very, very potent lineup this week in a, diff- in a lot of different fantasy arenas. Um, and I don't have access to FanDuel or DraftKings because where I am, but I will be playing them a lot, a lot uh, this week. Uh, Pittsburgh wins and needs Buffalo's help to get in. Don't know if it's going to happen, but I already said that uh, the Jets will win, so I guess not. Go ahead, JT.
0: Another game. Big Ben doesn't play well on the road. He hasn't play, played well on the road all all year. Um, and they're, B- Pittsburgh, believe it or not, are three or four on the road. Uh, and they're playing a division rival that, we're not like nothing better else to, to lay another um, um, loss on them. Mike uh, Mike Matine may be playing uh, or coaching his last game for the uh, Browns. Um, so there's going to be a lot uh, from coming from um, Cleveland to knock off Pittsburgh. Ain't going to happen. Pittsburgh wins this, and I'm hoping that uh, Antonio goes off. I'm really, I really am hoping that so,
1: I like, that. well, last year, last year he stepped on the punter's face when he, you know, tried to hurdle him. So we'll see what he does this week. Um, a game that's near and dear to my heart. However, doesn't have the fervor that, uh, a lot of desiring because I think we're going to see a lot more of Colt McCoy. Hopefully we'll see some RG three. I hope, but, um, Washington goes to Dallas. This is going to be Dallas' Super Bowl. Washington has already locked up the uh, NFC East title game. So the outcome of this game really doesn't matter, other than bragging rights. Um with that being said, and a wild card game to play next wild card game to play next week, um, it's gonna to be tough. It's gonna to be tough for me to uh pick ends. Um over these hapless Cowboys because um, there's just not much for the Skins to play for. Um, now, Dez Bryant's probably going to remain out. That's a feather in the cap yeah, because the Redskins. He's skins, done. done. Yes. So the Redskins' defense can control the Cowboys' offense, but if I'm looking at Colt McCoy and quarterback and Jameson Crowder and Andre Roberts, and uh, maybe uh, Ryan Grant at receiver, Pierre Garcon at running back, you know what, I'm going to take that back. Washington's going to win this game, and I just convinced myself they're going to win convincingly. Um, Fantasy value here is this. Honestly, Pierre Garcon or Jamison Crowder. Uh, I say that because if Matt Jones does not play, I don't expect a lot. Of Alfred Morris, that means it's going to be Pierre uh, Thomas, along with what's um, uh, what's uh, Thompson uh, at running back. So you got three of those, two of those guys at running back. Uh, Pierre might be there for a little bit, not much, because you don't want to hurt him. He's been the leading receiver for the Redskins over the past couple of weeks. Um, now you got the Greg Hardy experiment. You've got all these other players um, in Dallas' defense that still are playing for jobs. They're just It's going to be a defensive game, in my opinion. Uh, but I think the Skins will come out eventually and win it. That's not because I'm a homer. I'm just looking at and thinking about what uh, Dallas has to offer, and it's not much. Go ahead, JT. I like Dallas in this game.
0: Uh, um, It's playing at Dallas and I think the Redskins Really don't have too much to play for And want to be able to have healthy players Going into the first round of playoffs Like Dallas
1: All right, not a surprise Jacksonville goes to Houston Um, Blake Bortles Takes in his uh, Robinson and Hearns on the road Uh, No TJ Yeldon That means Denard Robinson if he isn't hurt Or uh, whatever running back they've got lined up, I saw the JT drop uh, TJ Yeldon yesterday, so uh, that let me know that TJ's gone. Houston, they're fighting for a division title at seven and nine.
0: No, they're so not they're seven and seven, seven.
1: I know. I'm saying they're seven and eight, but they're looking to uh, if they lose, not they'll a, be seven and nine.
0: They're not what seven nine. they nine. The record's is 8-7 right now.
1: Oh, I was a little dyslexic, a little dyslexic. 8-7. And, and if they lose, they'll be 8-8, eight and, eight, and they'll need Indianapolis to lose and something else I've got to win the title. Okay.
0: It's nine different scenarios in order for Indianapolis yeah. to get into, and there's a lot of teams losing. Kansas City, and some other teams that have to lose in order for the Texans not to be um, winning the the division. Now, this game scares me a lot, a lot, because they're playing Jacksonville. Jacksonville, high-powered offense uh, with the two Allen brothers and uh, um, Blake Bortles and Julius Thomas. Um, Scares me a lot uh, because of the amount of points they can put up. Um, So they they have to bring their A game uh, on the defensive side of the ball to slow Jacksonville down in order to get this win. Winning and definitely in. Winning then, then they have to hope nine different scenarios don't take place and they don't make the playoffs, Indianapolis does.
1: Well, there's a slew of stuff going on there. Um, But you're right. It's a dangerous game. for. However, it's at home. And uh, Jacksonville is going to be without their leading uh, defensive uh, player. He's been ruled out. Smith has been ruled out of uh, this game already. And he's a consistent uh, fantasy IDP. Uh, Came out of nowhere and uh, stepped up and and leads that team along with Paul Puzlesny. Now, that means Paul's going to be on the field a lot more, uh, but he does not do well in coverage. And that's what I think the um the Texans need to do. They need to throw the ball. Because if they try to run the ball on Jacksonville, they're playing into Gus Bradley's hands. Shot Khan already said Bradley's coming back. Even though Bradley has not done well in the last three years as their coach. Um but if you look at what material he's got, he's shaped it up pretty dang on good. And next year they should be uh, contending for the title. I'm going to pick Houston in the game. Uh, Jerry already talked about how I have uh, Hoyer as my quarterback, and he's hoping that Hopkins gets the ball a lot. I'm hoping Hoyer throws him a lot, too. I hope he throws maybe three or four touchdowns to him, maybe even five touchdowns. Why not run a you in as well? Let's go Brian Hoyer. All right. Let's go Tennessee, Indianapolis. Mariota's gone. Mettenberger's in. Um, This is a game where Charlie Whitehurst goes against Mettenberger. They signed off of the uh, street as a game that I could care less about. However, this is a game that you see the end of two coaches. I'm sorry, Chuck Pagano, but I think he's going to be uh, released after this game. I also think that you're going to see um, the intern tag taken off of Tennessee's coach. I want to dub this the chip bowl. Why do I think it's going to be the chip bowl? Here's the deal. Ryan Gregson, the Annapolis general manager, is going to be fired as well. What does Chip Kelly want? He wants to be the general manager and the offensive coordinator. Will he trade Andrew Luck? Only oh, if he's smoking crack. But all the components for a up-tempo, fast-paced offense is in Indianapolis already. All And you already have the type of running back you want. You said you want a straight-ahead running back. You got Frank Gore for at least two years. you you got T.Y. Hilton to stretch the field. You've got a good tight end, well, two good tight ends in um, Fleener and Allen. The defense is is fairly young, and the availability is there. Now, you go to Tennessee, you have your quarterback, the quarterback you want, and who knows your system but you have a lot of young, unproven talent on that offensive side of the ball. You have a tall, ranging receiver in, in uh, Beckham, but uh, you don't have much more after that. Bishop Sankey is natural running back of the future. David Cobb could be a good running back, but he stays hurt. Um, Dexter McCluster, injured. Offensive line, not as good as it should be. The defense needs an infusion of youth. That's why I call this the Chip Bowl. The only difference is, will Tennessee give him the the rights to be a general manager? I don't think so. But this is the Chip Bowl. Go ahead, JT. I don't care who wins. Uh, I don't. In fact, I, I, I think Tennessee is going to win. It's
0: just, you know, I think Tennessee is going to win this game. Uh, Matt Hasselbeck's got a grade one sprain in his thrown shoulder. Charlie Whitehurst is on um, injury reserve. Uh, they just signed Ryan Lindley and Josh Freeman. So one of those two guys are going to be the starting quarterback, believe it or not, the last game of the season. Andrew Luck is definitely not medically cleared. And by now, why, why even worry about it? This is the last week of the season. So um uh, should have put him on IR. And just be done with it, but they didn't it held out hope. Uh, well, hope is gone. Um, not if is, they win. It's well, I don't think they're going to win this game. I think Tennessee's going to win the game, believe it or not. Uh, even though I, I um I'm playing the uh Indy defense in in uh, daily. Um, I still think they uh, are going to win the game. I still think in, uh, Tennessee's going to win the game, so. Um, it's, it's, it's a game that who who cares, but it's a game.
1: All right. New England goes to Miami. Um, Danny Amendola is rumored to be coming back for this game. So that could bode well for a, uh, a Patriots offense that's lacking in its, uh, receiving core. You know, Brandon LaFell has not been consistent this year. Um, he's also a little gimpy, but said to be playing. James White looks like he's the only healthy uh, offensive weapon side of Gronkowski. Um, and Miami, they need this. They need this win to um, to go out on a season that has been very, very disappointing. Um, I don't think you're going to see Tom Brady a lot this game. If you do, you risk Indomitian to breaking a part of his body, and that would just make Miami's day. I've, I think Indomitian Sioux is going to probably get ejected out of this game. I think he's coming in to prove a point. He doesn't like Tom Brady because Tom Brady represents the NFL. And when, you know, the NFL wants to label him certain things and protect people like Tom Brady – and Dominican too, which means the House of Flying Spears is going to be chucking some Spears. And I feel I feel bad for Brady and anybody else that's in his way. Now, will Gronk have a good game? Maybe Gronk will have a good game. Uh, but I I just think if Bill Belichick wants his uh his quarterback to remain healthy going into the playoffs, he sits Tom Brady after that first series. If not playing them at all. Because then Dominicans who's gonna beat that butt. Alright. I'm gonna pick Miami in an upset. Go with JT.
0: New England. Miami's is toast. Dysfunctional. Um I know Miami plays uh New England tough each year, but it ain't happening. <laughs> Excuse me, it ain't happening this year.
1: I like all right. to a game that I'm I'm hoping Turns out to be a, a specific way. Um, now that Chip Kelly has been fired, who's the interim coach? Pat Shermer. Oh, Pat Shermer? Really? Mm-hmm. Ah, yep. Okay. DeMarco Murray is going to get the rock a lot. So, I didn't even realize that. But Pat Shermer, he likes to throw the ball a little bit, but at the same time, he knows the value of a strong run game. And it's going to be hard for me to believe. they're going to start Ryan Matthews over DeMarco Murray in this game. I think you see Philly go to a more traditional offense. Yes, they're going to spread the rock around, but against the Giants who for whatever reason can't finish the season or finish a game the way they start a game, um, they're going to wear them down. They're going to run the rock because their receivers – Phillies receivers can't seem to catch the ball for whatever reason. They just can't. Um, and in order to help out uh, Bradford, who is a free agent, by the way, I don't think he's coming back next year. It'll be foolish for him to do so or for me to re sign him. Um, but I see them running the ball maybe 40 times this game just to, to stick it in the New York Giants' face. The return of of Odell, um, listen, he might have a good game, but it's for not. It is for not because the Giants are going nowhere. It it really doesn't matter. Um, But I think this is a game where you see um, your boy, DeMarco Murray, look like the number one player in fantasy that you claimed he would be. Philly wins this one. Go ahead, JT. Um I like uh
0: oof. oof. I like the Giants. I like the Giants. I think that I think this is going to be a high scoring game. Um Philly beat the Giants twenty seven to seven uh in Philly. I know the Giants, you know, this is a division rival and the Giants want to, to <clears throat> um give payback, but I think uh, the Eagles are going to play better. Um, and uh, I like the Eagles in this game. All right,
1: like you just Eagles. said Giants. You Did said I say, Giants, I mean, I, 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 yeah, And now, now you're taking the Eagles. I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
0: You know what? You know what? I like the Eagles in this game. I think I, I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I know it's played in New York. I, there's rumors that Tom um is going to resign come Monday or sometime next week. Uh, Chip Kelly's already gone. Uh, do they send T- Coughlin out with a win or give Pat Shermer uh, his only win of the season as an interim? I like Philly, but I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. It could go either way. <clears throat> Before we get off right. this program, I-, I got some lineups that I want want your evaluation on um, in, in-, in uh, FanDuel and uh, DraftKings.
1: Okay, well, let's let's buzz through these games. The only only ones that really make any difference. We're going to talk about Seattle, Arizona. Um, I'm not going to talk about San Diego, Denver, because uh, Oswald is the quarterback. Uh, mm, they might lose that game. So we're going to talk about two games, Seattle, Arizona, and Minnesota Green Bay. Uh, the other games I'm not going to discuss. Sorry. Seattle, Arizona, uh, Arizona has already won the title of the West. Um, Seattle is on a hot streak. Marshawn Lynch returned to practice. He might see some work, maybe not, Uh, but it's in advance of their playoff game, which happens next week. Um, So what do I think is going to happen in this game? Larry Fitz, as well as Floyd, have been practicing. They practiced this week. Um, Floyd has somewhat of – yes, they did. They practiced Friday in limited –
0: Mike, Michael Floyd missed all practices up until Friday, and and on that day he was limited. He's listed as a, a, a questionable, and uh, probably a game time decision.
1: Which I understand. I got it. Mm-hmm. So you know that's so what I'm saying that he practiced though. That's limited. all I'm saying. Limited on hmm. Friday. But he practiced. All right. So with that being said. And uh, Seattle on a hot streak. I, I honestly think that Seattle might win this game, building up momentum going into the playoffs. Um, I don't think Carson's going to see too much of this because uh, I know Arizona wants to wrap up the number two seed, uh, but, but yeah, they're going to wrap it up because I don't think either Minnesota or uh, Green Bay can do it. So I think they wrapped up the number two seed. So uh, Arizona, win or lose, they're going to host a playoff game in two weeks. And I am not going to take a chance of Carson getting hurt in this game. I'm not going to take a chance of hurting uh, Michael Floyd in this game even further. Um, Because it means nothing to me as a coach, Bruce Aarons, as it does Seattle. They have another game next week. So I'm going to say uh, Seattle wins this game, not by much, but they win the game. Um, Fantasy value here, you might want to see Andre Ellington. However, against that vaunted Seattle defense, it's not going to do too well. Um, Christian Michael was held in check last week. I look for that to happen again, not because Seattle's going to be behind, but because he's going against that uh, Arizona defense. Um, with that being said, uh, Seattle wins. with JG?
0: I like uh, Arizona in this game. They, they beat them in Seattle. Uh, I know Seattle's playing a lot better. They lo- Seattle lost to St. Louis last week. Um, they're locked into the wild card, and Seattle's only four and three on the road. <clears throat> the Cardinals are six and one at home, and trying to get that number one seed. Um, they're playing the same time as the Bucks against the Panthers, so um, they're going to be playing this all the way out until they see, uh, probably they see if the uh, Panthers are uh, winning handily, then they may pull their players. But for for now, they have a shot at the number one seed, and they're going to be playing this, according to Bruce Arians, all the way out.
1: All right. Let's go last game. We're going to talk about Minnesota at Green Bay. It's for the NFC North title. Um, Green Bay has looked terrible couple of uh, weeks. Uh, James Jones has become the number one target. I don't understand why Cobb isn't the number one target. But, hey, I understand he's getting double teamed. But if he's going to be that dynamic of a player, he has to find a way to beat that double team. Um, I don't know what's up with Eddie Lacy or James Starks or number 38, the other running back it's like nobody can stay in the lineup at the running back position for Green Bay. That's going to hurt them. Minnesota has uh, Adrian Peterson along with McKinnison. McKinnison is showing that he can come in, spell AP, and be effective. Now, Bridgewater, you know, he's going on the road in Green Bay in the snow, most likely. This is going to have to be a run-first game for Minnesota. Um, Green Bay does decently at home. Not much better, but they do decently at home. So, um, this is a really tough game for me to pick fantasy wise. You know, I'm I love my boy Aaron Rodgers. I really do. But unless he's running around, they're gonna be shorter than the midget on crack. I see Green Bay uh I oh, really I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I, I think that's going to happen. And I think Minnesota wins, the, Minnesota wins the division and hosts Seattle next week. Now listen, Seattle was actually number five seed until they lost last week to uh, the Rams. Right Now they drop to number six seed regardless. Mm. So with that being said, um, Green Bay comes to D.C., and loses. And loses next week. Because Green Bay is in such disarray, I don't think they can beat a Kirk Cousins-led Redskins. You like that. Uh, not really, Kurt. Only when we win, and you look decently doing it. But I think Green Bay loses to Minnesota. Minnesota wins the division. They host Seattle. Green Bay comes to D.C. D.C. Redskins win. End of story. That's your NFL week 17 preview and fantasy information. Now let's go to a segment that I like to call Jerry must ask Vic for advice. Go ahead, JT. <laughs>
0: All right, Victor. Uh, I got uh, 10 lineups. Uh, ten? Oh, ten. my God. I No, I have 10 c- different contests that I'm in. Let me see. Let me just make, make sure I'm right here. Two. Four. 6 and, and I got 12 12 different entries or 12 entries but
1: um, I'm about to send you some money so you can play a few for me
0: in in DraftKings this is my lineup in DraftKings okay regardless of what contest I'm in I I take one one uh, lineup and it's all in DraftKings I'm going to go to that go there first my quarterback is Eli Manning my Running backs are Tim Hightower and D'Angelo Williams. My wide receivers are Odell Beckham Jr., Martavius Bryant, De- DeAndre Hopkins. My tight end is Zach Ertz. My flex is Bryce Butler. That He's from Dallas. And my defense is uh, the Indianapolis Colts. I don't
1: like that lineup. I don't like it. I don't like it. Um, what don't you like? Uh, Okay, well, I like the Hopkins pick. I like um, Williams. Um, Who's the other running back? Bryce Brown and who? Yeah, I like Hightower. Um, uh, Williams. Williams. Mm -hmm. Yes, and I like Hopkins. Um, Odell Beckham? I don't like Odell Beckham. I don't. don't. No. No. Really? The reason why I don't like it is because I think you're going to spend – a lot more money on him when you're going to have production, uh, similar production from somebody uh, a lot cheaper. Um, we just went over these games, right? So I would sub Antonio Brown in for Odell Beckham. I think Antonio Brown's going to have a hell of a game, especially going against Cleveland. Antonio um,
0: Brown, 9,300. Odell Beckham is 9,000.
1: So so you gotta cut three hundred dollars. Okay, I can tell you we can do that. That's that's too easy. How much is Eli? Eli's
0: fifty six hundred.
1: How much is Hoyer? Uh
0: Hoyer.
1: That's what I would do. I know Hoyer's less than than Manning. He's and I, the I one. there you go. Okay, so you, you, you're down from fifty-four to fifty-one. Correct. You go with Hoyer, huh? Yeah, I'm going with Hoyer because of who they're playing and what they have at stake. So Hoyer over Eli Brown over Beckham, and remember, whatever Hoyer and Hopkins do, you're getting double the points anyway. Just like you're going to do with Eli and Odell. I just think it's a better matchup for you now. I would sub out Indianapolis defense, which how much is their defense? This has got to be one of the cheapest ones. Twenty four hundred. I take the Redskins or I take Dallas. The reason why is because look, the Redskins defense is probably going to be cheap going against a very lackluster and empty freaking Dallas Cowboy uh offense. I know they're playing in Dallas, but it is what it is. And if you want to take the Cowboys' defense, they're going to go against Colt McCoy, who beat them, but at the same time didn't look too good beating them. So, you know, I'd I'd go out there for one of the cheaper defenses. I'm over budget
0: by 100 Redskins.
1: Okay. Okay, so what's the next – what's underneath the Redskins that will get you under your budget?
0: Uh, let's see. That's twenty eight hundred.
1: And I don't like Bryce Brown either. But go ahead. Bryce Butler. Yeah, I don't like Bryce Butler either. But right.
0: who are they gonna to throw to? He's in the flex.
1: Well, give me a defense first. Give me give me the defenses before I give you my decision on that. Uh,
0: Jets are twenty eight. The Packers are twenty five. The Titans are twenty five. The Colts are twenty four. The Giants are twenty four. The Raiders are twenty three. The Eagles are twenty three. Chargers are twenty three. Falcons twenty two. Bears twenty two. Dolphins twenty two. Vikings twenty two. Niners Jaguars are twenty two. Cowboys are twenty one hundred. Um, Buccaneers are twenty one hundred.
1: Good, on, I'm listening. I was going to say, what are the Redskins? Redskins are 28. Oh, well, hell yeah. Drop oh, drop no, down. No. We'll, we'll... I know. Okay, so all you need is a $2,700 defense or less. So, name the t- – uh, start the top again, like you just said.
0: Jets. Uh, excuse me. Packers are 25. Titans are 25. Colts are 24. Giants are twenty four, Raiders are twenty
1: three, Eagles, Chargers. I take Minnesota. I, I have to take the Jets or Minnesota. Quite 23? honestly, the Jets. Yep, the Jets or Minnesota. I, I would go Jets or Minnesota. The reason why is because I think Buffalo and the Jets are going to have a good game, but um, I think the Jets are fighting for more, and they're going to put up a bigger uh, fight. They lost to Rex Ryan once. They're not going to lose to him twice um, in a big fashion, meaning I think there's going to be some plays that the defense makes. Now, you're not looking for, like, 30, 40 points out of your defense. You want them to get you, like, maybe five or ten points. I mean, five, this is DraftKings or FanDuel? DraftKings. Yeah. So, your defense is going to get you a lot of points any daggone way. So, you don't need to put that much money into them. You just got to make sure – that the defense doesn't give you negative points. So I either go with the Jets or Green Bay. I mean or, or Minnesota. I say Minnesota because they are a lot better than Green Bay's offense. A lot better. And the way Green Bay's been playing, they're probably gonna lose, you know, because of an offensive mistake. Um but I'm I'm playing either the Jets, the Cowboys, or Minnesota's defense. I, I i'm looking for for a defense that's not gonna give me negative points in that case and keeps me under twenty seven hundred dollars so I can boot bolster that that bryce uh whatever you said his name is that uh your flex position because right now yeah i i take the cheaper defense is gonna give me more production over uh, what I have right now, and I take that extra money and put it on whoever I can do for Bryce. So, let's say you take Jacksonville's defense, because they're, they're matter of fact that's why I play Jacksonville's defense. Why? Well, because they're why, go- why, why would you play Jacksonville's defense against Brian Hoyer that you got as the quarterback? Oh, that, no, that's, I'm, sorry, that's- I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. No, no, no. Who's playing? Uh, um, who's playing Houston? I mean not Houston. Who's exactly. playing Indianapolis? Who's playing Indianapolis? Tennessee. So I, I go with Tennessee because they're getting a quarterback off the street. Freeman has been a head case and all over the place. So if I'm gonna get him or Minnesota, that leaves me what? A good four or five hundred dollars I can add to the Bryce Butler pick. So Tennessee or Minnesota. Um
0: Titans are twenty five hundred the Vikings are twenty two hundred, believe it or not.
1: I take the Vikings.
0: Okay.
1: I take the Vikings. And then with that extra money, was that extra what, four or five hundred dollars?
0: Five hundred.
1: Okay, how much is Bryce Butler? Three grand. <clears throat> so that gives me thirty five hundred to upgrade. Okay. Five, At thirty five hundred. Mhm. I know that... 3500 total. Mm-hmm. So at the flex, I'm now looking for somebody that's $3,500 or less. Mm-hmm. That's going to give me the most fantasy point value. Who's available?
0: All right. Uh, here we go. I, I'm, I'm going from 3500 on down. Anquan Bolder, Donald Brown, Fred Jackson, Fozzie Whitaker, Dwayne Harris, Travis Cadet,
1: Andre Ellington. Brown. Brown. I'd go Donald Brown or Andre Ellington. Why? Because they're running backs, and they both are going to catch the ball out the backfield. Now, if Bruce Aarons is telling the truth, he's going to roll with with Johnson all the way, that's easy. i go with Donald Brown because Donald Brown, yes, he's splitting the rock with – With uh, Woodhead a little bit, Mm -hmm. yes, but he's also their gold line back. Also, their short yardage back. Woodhead isn't their every down back. Um, So I know that Donald Brown is going to get the rock a little bit, and he's going to do something with it. What he does, I don't know, but he's going to catch it, and he's going to run it. Um, I don't like Anquan Bolden because he hasn't seen the end zone with Blaine Gabbert. Um, he's seen a lot of targets, a lot of catches, but no touchdowns. Um, you don't, you don't want to go to Devontae Adams? No. If you notice, Devontae Adams has been slowly getting phased out, and James Jones has been getting more and more of the receptions. He was the most targeted receiver last week for Green Bay, and the week before that he was second in targets. Devontae Adams has fallen out of favor, big time. He Marcus had a couple Colson. catches last week. He's out. Marcus Colson is out. So, if you see Smeed or if you see Coleman or something like that, yeah, go with them, especially going against Atlanta's defense. But, you know, for my money, I go with Pierre Thomas if he's down there. That's me. Yeah.
0: Pierre Thomas really?
1: Yeah. Why? Because he's going to get most of the runs in that game versus um, versus Dallas. They're not playing uh, Alfred Morris or Matt Jones that much in this game, especially you know when it's for nothing. Pierre Thomas looked pretty damn good last week, and that's you know uh, coming in and being the backup behind Alfred Morris. He's listed as questionable with a knee issue. All of them are listed as questionable, you know. But that's what I'm saying, JT. If I don't get, um, if I don't get Mike Brown, not Mike Brown, Donald Brown. Donald Brown. If I don't get Donald Brown, I'm gonna get Pierre. If I don't get Pierre, um, it was somebody else you mentioned that I was interested in, um. I can't remember right now because uh, you mentioned a lot of names, but Fozzie Whitaker, no, ain't happening. Jonathan Stewart, I believe, is coming back because he wants to get his thousand yards. He's not this,
0: he's not, he's out.
1: Okay, well, either Fozzie or Artist Payne might do something. I don't know, uh, but I'm not banking on it. Um, who else? Brown, um, I guess. Denver's
0: defense.
1: Or or Pierre Thomas. I mean, the Redskins played before Denver's game. So what I would do is I would set Pierre Thomas in there. And if they're saying he's out by game time, easy. I just sub him in for Donald Brown. And I'm quite sure Pierre is less than Donald Brown. And that way, you still have the cap space. That's what I would do. Donald
0: Brown is uh, 3,400.
1: More than Pierre. Thomas is um, 3,400. There you go. That's what I would do. And if Pierre Pierre Thomas is ruled out, then I'd go ahead and put Donald Brown in. Because remember, DraftKings, I mean not DraftKings, FanDuel, is one of those? No, no, no. You're not talking Fanduel. You, you got to be talking DraftKings. DraftKings, mm-hmm. I, I DraftKings, I love because their point system is is pretty much like a PPR. Mm-hmm. Fanduel, if you don't get touchdowns, you don't get jack. That's why I don't like playing uh, daily fantasy football with Fanduel. I've well, i moved you- to Yahoo. I, I I've gone mm-hmm. to Yahoo and uh, DraftKings. So
0: well, let me let me tell you what I have. Um, I got uh, three different lineups in in uh um, FanDuel. Well,
1: hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we're about to call off the air. Catch tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for the Master Plan. He's got some stuff in store for you, and we're out live. So thank y'all for listening. All right, go ahead, JT. All
0: right, my first lineup is uh, Sam Bradford, CJ Anderson. Uh, Tim Hightower, Antonio Brown, DeAndre Hopkins, Odell Beckham, Kyle Rudolph, um, Josh Brown, the kicker from Giants, and, and Indianapolis
1: defense. Okay. I like everything except your quarterback. Um, I like Rudolph, but I'm not a big fan of Rudolph. Um, your quarterback, again, is Bradford. Mm-hmm. Eesh. I He's don't get think they're gonna throw. Th- I, I know, I know, but I don't think they're gonna throw the ball that much. Um, again, you know who I'm riding, I'm gonna ride Hoyer. I'm riding Hoyer. Along with all that talent you just listed, you'll probably have extra money left over to get a better tight end. So I'd go in and get Hoyer over Bradford, take that extra um, bit of money. And and put it on a tight end, is that what you're telling me? Yeah, put it on a tight end and uh upgrade the defense a little bit. I mean otherwise uh, I love I love what you got. Hoyers, Hoyers. Hoyers more than Bradford.
0: Warriors sixty nine hundred. How
1: much is Bradford?
0: Sixty seven.
1: Okay. So how much is Indianapolis?
0: Their defense? They're the cheapest defense. I think they're like
1: they're like
0: the forty two hundred. They're one of the cheapest defenses.
1: Okay, not a problem. So we have forty what for Bradford. Forty no. Bradford is uh
0: sixty seven hundred. Can't get 6, too much
1: cheaper than- Um Yeah you can. Why don't you go with your boy Jameis? Um no way. <laughs> okay. No. Well, way. How, how much is Matty Ice or Drew Brees?
0: No, Brees is expensive, man. You kidding? Brees is uh eighty four hundred, and Matt Ryan is seventy six hundred.
1: Wow. Okay.
0: Um, because he seems like he's he's a quarterback. Um, there's no other quarterback down there that I'm seeing that I would go with.
1: Uh, well, uh, below. Okay. Below Brees. Tell tell me who's who's below Bradford then. Whedon, Mariota who's
0: out. Peyton Manning, AJ McCarron, who's playing Baltimore. I wouldn't trust that. Kellen Moore, Austin Davis, Blaine Gabbert, Ryan Mallett, Case Keenum, Landry Jones, Johnny Manziel, Geno so Smith. So
1: okay okay. You got Ryan Mallett or Johnny no Football.
0: So no Johnny way. Football no goes
1: way. again. Wait a minute. Wait a Going minute. Again
0: in Cincinnati? No way.
1: Okay. Calm down. It's okay. All right. Well, stick with it. Stick with it. I mean, I personally, I want to upgrade. And how much is Rudolph?
0: Rudolph is 5000 as a tight end.
1: He's one of the cheaper tight ends. Okay, tell me the cheaper tight ends.
0: Davis the uh, uh, cheapers. Uh, let's go look. Uh, Forty nine hundred is Fleener, Crockett, Gilmore. I think he's out. He's IR. Cameron Brait, Jacob Tammy, Ryan Griffin, Eric Ebron, uh, Max Ebron. Williams.
1: Ebron, dude, are you serious? Take Ebron, put him in there, upgrade uh, uh, to Hoyer, and you're you're set. Ebron has, has been going off. Hoyer, Hoyer telling is, you. Is, Hoyer is $200 six. more. $200 more than Bradford. So, how much do you save if you go with Ebron over uh Randolph? Uh, I save uh, $200, man. Thank you. And you take that 200 <laughs> and you put it on Hoyer.
0: You Jeez, really no like
1: Christmas. It. You really
0: like Hoyer. This week, to, you know
1: this week I do. Yeah. Yeah, this week I do.
0: Dude, this is my team, and, and uh, I'm not stuck on Hoyer. Uh, well,
1: listen, you 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 also second guessed yourself out of two championships this year. Yeah, okay, Stop okay. second guessing yourself.
0: Okay, okay, I, I changed that lineup. Let me go back to the uh, other lineup, two lineups that I have. Um, hold on, let me let me do this one. Uh, I got to change this one, too.
1: And if you notice, there's a reason why Hoyer is ranked higher this week than Bradford coming off a concussion because he's expected to do a whole hell of a lot. I'm telling you, it's not it's no coincidence, dude. These insiders at FanDuel and DraftKings, they know what they, they're doing. That's why that kid from FanDuel won a bunch of money on DraftKings. Now, come on now. I got to go to bed. Okay, hold on, man. I got to change that. Okay. Um,
0: let me go back to <clears> – <throat> all right. The, the, I got two line, two other lineups here. Uh, I think you probably like these lineups. Hopefully you do. Um, Eli, James no. White.
1: <laughs>
0: go ahead. Go ahead. DeMarco Murray, Odell Beckham, DeAndre Hopkins, Brandon Cooks, Zach Ertz, um, Nick Novak and uh, in the Indianapolis defense.
1: You know, I don't like Eli. You know, I don't like Eli. Really? But, yeah, I don't. I really don't. I don't like Eli this week. Um, he might do decent, but who can I get cheaper and give me a similar output? I got two two hundred
0: yeah. remaining on that salary, so I I can go up to seventy seven hundred on it, the quarterback. Let me see what I got.
1: Matty Ice, Matty Ice. What makes you think Matty Ice is going to do something this this week, man? Against New Orleans, yeah, I think he is. And as a matter of fact, if Odell Beckham is just as much as Julio Jones, I'd swap him out for Julio. Let me see. Julio
0: is ninety three hundred. Odell Beckham is an eighty nine hundred.
1: Four hundred dollar difference. Okay, well don't and don't go that route. Just go with Matty Ice and stick with everything else. I'm not too keen on the Zach Ertz deal, but you know um, you need Giants a tight end the worst against a tight end man. They are. That's why they want- are. But, but I don't think they're going to be throwing that much. I think you'll see more of a power set. I honestly think so. I mean, if they come out throwing and throwing and throwing and throwing, then you might have something there. But um, how much is Ertz? After you switch out uh, uh, Eli for Matt, that means you have a zero balance. So you have to find a tight end. No, equal. I have 100 pounds.
0: I got Matt okay. Matt Ryan, DeMarco Murray, Odell Beckham, DeAndre Hopkins, Cooks, Ertz. Novak and the Colts defense, $100. Balance. Okay.
1: So I'd either do one of two things. If you're stuck on Ertz, I'd take that $100 and upgrade my defense. Um, but if not, I'd find a cheaper tight end, Eric Ebron. As a matter of fact, going against Chicago, come on, dude. Let, let, let's be logical here. I go Ebron and then take that extra money and upgrade my defense. Okay, um, last
0: one. Last lineup. Okay. You probably like this, too. Last lineup. Cam Newton, Chikandrick West, C.J. Anderson, Jeremy Macklin, Doug Baldwin, Emmanuel Sanders, Greg Olson, Cairo Santos, Denver defense.
1: Yeah, I do. I do, I do, I do. Unfortunately, I don't think that, uh, you know, Macklin's going to get in the end zone or do too much, but I really like that. Now, C.J. Anderson, you've had him in a couple of your lineups, and I like it, but Gary freaking me out Kubiak still wants to run uh, Ronnie Hillman, when obviously the more effective runner now has been C.J. Anderson. Uh, That might come back to bite you in the butt if they don't give the ball to C.J., but how can you afford these players but not put them on the other rosters. This is this is your best lineup by far. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I I wouldn't change it. I wouldn't no, change that's
0: it. That's what I'm asking because uh, I I put that lineup in and and I, I like it. The only one I'm really skeptical about is uh, uh, Macklin. I'm not sure about what, if he's going to do anything. But, yeah, uh, let me, he, me too.
1: Hot lately, so uh,
0: that's why I put him in there. And they're playing home, so it's not like he's on the road. He's they're playing home, so
1: I put Baldwin in. You know, if they're about the same amount, but um, or somebody comparable,
0: because oh, oh, I yeah, have
1: Baldwin,
0: Baldwin seventy four hundred, Macklin seventy
1: one. Oh, so you, you you can or you don't.
0: I have Baldwin and Macklin and Sanders as my wide oh, receiver.
1: Okay, yeah. I mean, I'd probably look to sub out Macklin, but if not, I I wouldn't lose too much sleep over because I think you have a very good lineup there. Will Cam go crazy on on Tampa Bay? I think so. Um, you know they're still fighting for that number one seed, so we'll see. We'll see. But.
0: With the reason why it, it, it's different because some of these are four p m only the, and, and some of them are the, are one p m only yeah so I, I some of the players like um uh the ones in in the early lineups i gave you are one p m only lineups i can't put them in the uh later lineup Because it's it's I, two different times i got time.
1: you. what <laughs> i would suggest you do is you enter some of these in some double ups or quadruple ups on DraftKings. DraftKings, I love them for that. Just find the multipliers and like they'll say the top ten or or top five or whatever will, will triple, quadruple their money. I do that. Or 50-50. You know, I try one or two of them in a couple 50-50s. Um, it's a lot harder or harder on FanDuel to do that because of their point system. But on DraftKings, I think you'll, you'll do very well um, because I like those, and since I won the three divisions or the three titles, I'm automatically entered into a couple of Yahoo ones, and because um, Yahoo has their daily fantasy as well. But I'm going to probably need you to set the lineups because I don't my my VPN is not letting me ping a US uh, address, so they're saying, well, I can't play. But I'll send you what I want to do if I can't do it. I just need you to do it. Sign in under my name and, and all that other mess. So mm-hmm. all right, my brother. I appreciate your help, man. Not a problem. What, what is a champion for? Now, if if I happen to help you win yes, if I help if I happen if I happen to help you win some, I hope you send me a gratuity along with the other $200 for me winning the title this upcoming Sunday.
0: We'll see what happens.
1: We'll see what happens. I'm just saying. I'm just saying.
0: Don't count your chickens.
1: I'm not. I'm not. But they they look good fried on some corned beef hash, Mm -hmm. you know. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we're out of here. We got you to go. Tell the people bye-bye, Jay. (laughs) Bye-bye. All right. Happy New Year, by the way, folks. We're out.
0: Fantasy Sports and Politics. Yeah. Run it, run it. You want to talk back. back? You in the right place. So take a step back, back before back. I get all up in your face. Back. I know you've got to live, you know what God's mind. Blood. But there's like 50 yeah. other dudes holding on the phone line. Your voice will be heard, sir. Next caller, please. Well, and if I, I don't concur, mean, we can agree we to disagree. We're talking fantasy sports and politics. Fantasy <laughs> <Better see> sports and <laughs> politics.